0: Hey guys, welcome back to Walkins. Welcome, and we have a special guest today, Marcus. He is actually our Google Ads specialist inside of our company. The funny part is, um, we actually recorded this episode probably a month or two ago, and the recording was garbage. the uh, The file messed up. Something happened, and Hannah was like, "Yeah, we can't use that." Sorry. Second time's the charm? Uh, Let's hope so, right? (laughs) We'll just find out shortly. Um, Anyway, so, but today, so we went back and looked at some of our notes. We're like, okay, maybe we can make it better since we have to redo it. (laughs) And we actually decided to come up with a top five things that you should know about Google Ads uh, before you start running yourself. Because we're making the assumption in this episode that you have thought about Google Ads Mm -hmm. um, as a company and you're either thinking, I'm going to run it myself or I'm going to hire somebody And these are five things that you should consider while you're thinking about doing that. And this will essentially save you money and time and hopefully make you have better decisions with the ads themselves. But Marcus, welcome. Well, thanks for having me. Uh, A second time, as it were. (laughs) The first time was a ghost. First time was just a ghost. (laughs) You know,
1: it's kind of nice. We just had a big Google Ads changeover uh, June 1st Mm -hmm. that kind of been long announced but uh most people didn't pay attention and this is a good tip to start off with everyone uh google ads switch to what's known as responsive search ads on uh june 1st it time flies as hard as y'all work me i'll be right oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh with that what that means um instead of your old three headlines and two descriptions type of thing, uh, we've switched or we now it's 10 descriptions or four descriptions and 10 headlines. And it's constantly going through all of that. We found that to be much more successful, yeah. but the biggest thing you need to go check right now, if you haven't, or if you're paying somebody to do it or doing it yourself, if you still have those old type of ads, those are no longer supported and your performance is going to suffer.
0: So yeah. So just as a quick note, just if you are listening the first 60 seconds of this episode, If you've been running ads for a while and you haven't checked them, that's a problem. It's going to become a real problem very soon. My job
1: would be much easier if Google had one set of instructions and never changed to what they wanted. Mm -hmm. Uh, But then I wouldn't have as much to do. I'm about to say, like, (laughs) job
0: security gets kind of weird at that point. It does help. So, all right. So we're going to go through the top five things uh, today. And just to kind of give a synopsis real quick of what these things are, and we'll go into detail. Number one, start with an end in mind. Number two, are you making money with your ads? That's a key thing. We'll talk about cost per acquisitions and things like that. Uh, Number three, clicks and leads are greater than impressions. There's so much there. Uh, (laughs) Number four, track, track, track. If you're not tracking anything, how do you know if you're successful? And number five, don't set it and forget it. And Google does not know best. So it's a lot of things right here, like they seem... In our eyes, it seem like common sense. But for some people, have never thought about it because even when uh, we were actually at an internal thing, we were trying to do, get Google Ads certified for multiple people in the mm-hmm. company just to have it. And a lot of the questions inside the certification were just marketing and business oriented, not necessarily Google Ads 100%. So mm-hmm. um, But let's start with that first one. Start with the end in mind. What does that mean?
1: Well, at a basic level, that means if you don't know what you want to accomplish with Google ads. And you just say, Oh, I should probably run Google ads. Don't like that's, that's the clearest way I can put that. <laughs> uh, because if you don't know what you're looking for, nothing, like you can't measure success. Yeah. You don't know what you're doing with that. And as far as that goes, um, I want more customers. That's technically a goal, but that's not really a goal. That's not an actionable goal.
0: Yeah. Cause I mean, when we have sit downs with our clients, like well, I want more patients, I want more leads, I want more whatever well we need more behind that uh we need to talk about how much are they actually worth you know and what does that mean and anyway but yeah it's a it seems like a common sense question but some people don't slow down enough to actually think about it mm-hmm. it a lot of google ads and
1: i will freely admit this it's small simple things mm-hmm. that you may not think of that do seem you know inconsequential but they really determine your performance. Is this successful? Is this not? Mm-hmm. It's there small things that add up to make a successful campaign. Yep. Yeah, and the, and the thing is, the more detailed you can get with that, not only I want more sales, which sales? You probably have one product that has a 10% profit margin. You may have another that's the 50%. It's a lot easier to be successful if you have one with a $5,000 profit margin
0: and the other's 200. Well, and then it also defines like, you may have a product, like you said, it may have a 10% profit margin, you sell a ton of them, but on the flip side, that higher profit margin would maybe cheaper to obtain through Google Ads because people aren't going after it. So that, yeah, there's layers to that. You know, and, that, and that's a good point.
1: Don't go where the competition is with that. Yeah. Um, where The way Google Ads works, it's an auction. So the more people are going after the same thing, the higher the cost will be, the less clicks you'll get. And even if you have a fantastic click-through rate, that's less leads for you. And so a lot of agencies, I hate to admit it, will go for those top five keywords for a thing, you know, say personal injury law. You know, we've looked, those can be $160 a click on average. That's insane. Oh, yeah. We can come in under that because you do the things people search for that aren't the top one, mm-hmm. but are very similar because
0: that's another thing while we're here. People don't search the way you think they do. No, and, and Google will auto-suggest the way you don't think they would. It it, it gets sometimes frustrating. <laughs> Uh, never a dull day we'll call it that and people don't (laughs) people don't click the way you think they would click no (laughs) Uh, there's uh inside of google ads you have things like call extensions and stuff like that and call extensions is where you can actually see the phone number Mm -hmm. you can click on it and go straight and make a call instead of going through the ad and going through a landing page Uh, from our standpoint it's a great tool but it's also a horrible tool for certain situations and it creates chaos for certain people A good example, we have uh, an attorney, uh, uh, he does, like most attorneys, people want free advice. Mm -hmm. Well, we had a call extension on there that people were banging that thing for free advice. Give me free advice. And he said, I can't keep giving this free advice. Great, we'll turn that off. And all of a sudden, the call volume went down, but the quality went way up because they had to go the extra step because, I mean, sorry, people are inherently lazy. Mm -hmm. And so they took the shortest route to get free advice. So keep that in mind, you know, if you're some type of company medical and you're giving out advice or whatever, or your industry has that as a problem, sometimes a call extension will create more chaos than mm-hmm. good.
1: I would say a call extension 99 of a hundred times is a fantastic decision, but you have yep. that one. And the really important thing with that is we've set ourselves up. You did a really good job of setting me up for three of the remaining four. <laughs> so, and that's the thing, Um, you have best practices and, you know, we talked about, We'll talk about Google doesn't always know and want what's best for you. They want what's best for Google and call extension. It seems like a no brainer, but you need to pay attention to it. It's not always going to work. And there's no one size fits all. And you talked about lead or overall volume going down, but lead quality going up. We'll we'll hit on that a little bit too, Mm -hmm. because a lot of people like to throw around vanity metrics, like impressions, but it's not as important as you may think.
0: Yeah. So before we hop into the impression sites, so are you going to make money with ads? Uh, we kind of touched on it already, but essentially, you know, Google ads gives you, uh, like, gives you metrics and tells you how much a cost per click is, tells you what your acquisition costs should, can be, or is. And that's great and wonderful. Now, if you're not paying close attention to it, are you actually making money when you do get that? Like, it's awesome that you get a customer through your mm-hmm. marketing, but how much did it cost you to get that customer? How much is it going to cost you in the future to get those customers? And is it actually worth the while? Uh, I know we had a client in the past before that he, uh, it was costing him close to a hundred dollars to get a, a click, not even a customer. And then by tying out to the customers, a couple hundred bucks. And so is it worth to him, is he spending his money wisely? So when we got in there and we worked it down, we got it down to a much more manageable level. He had to lower ad spend, increase uh, lead volume and grow his business with less expenses, which is what you want. But uh, but you have to ask that simple question. If I throw $1,000 at this and it produced 10 customers, great. That's not, that cost you a hundred bucks for each customer. Now, if your profit margin is only $20, not including the marketing fees, but just 20 bucks from like hard cost, you lost, you still lost. So, and I think some people overlook that.
1: And I, th- I think it's important. It does absolutely go both ways though. Mm-hmm. We've had a client, one click led to, what, a four $500,000 deal? Yeah. So don't let that discourage you, what he just said. Um, <laughs> but that's why number one is so important. And yes, there, there's not a random order to these things. Mm. But if you don't know what the end is, and you don't know how much money you make on your service or your product, and just in general in your business, you can't go to number two. But once you know that, you can start looking at, here's the projected cost per click. Here is uh, how many clicks, what's the conversion rate? Mm-hmm. and for those that don't know that's the percentage of people cl- that clicked and then submitted a lead form however you set that up we'll get into it but that's the most important number how many actual leads you get yeah. but uh if you don't know all the rest you can't figure out whether it makes sense to you yep. if you don't know how much you're making in profit and then how much that costs per acquisition mm-hmm. and then you get into return on ad spend yep. like are you making a 0.5 to 1 percent or are you like at a 10 to 1 ad spend or return on ad
0: spend, which is possible if you do it right and it's a good fit. Well, and you say return on ad spend. So uh, for those out there, if you ever heard the phrase ROAS, <laughs> that's and it looks funny. It's like a capital R, little O, capital A, S. Uh, return on ad spend is an important piece of the puzzle because reality is every dollar you put in has to produce something back. Mm-hmm. And if you're not getting a positive ROAS, then you're probably losing out. Um, but Sometimes you got to measure it over time. Cause like you said, one client, one customer could pay for it all. Mm-hmm. And was it worth the tens of thousands of dollars to get to that one or not? You know, sometimes, cause we've had situations uh, where we brought on a client and we didn't know, like we didn't have data to show, like will this be successful or not? And we had to spend money to find the mm-hmm. success. Uh, other times like we have, like we like we work a lot with urgent care. So we know what works and what doesn't. So we spend a whole lot less time and money finding what success looks like. So we've already done it but uh, but it's something you have to think about because uh, if marketing was that simple as one plus one equals two it's such a we easy, wouldn't have a job you're right and, <laughs> and it wouldn't be like I, I we have people all the time well if i'm spending this much money on marketing i'm actually gonna win like if that was the case everybody would do that if they knew they were guaranteed they put a dollar in, and got five dollars back it, but marketing isn't that way you
1: know and we we do you actually really live by that? That is not mm-hmm. just a marketing phrase because we have told a customer, no, if you spend more in ad spend here, they wanted to spend more. It's not really going to be worth it because we can see if you're not maxing out, more money isn't going to change.
0: Yeah. yeah, And we've seen like maybe instead of doubling your budget, you only increase it by 20% and it doubled your lead volume without doubling your costs. We've doubled lead volume off like a 6% increase because yeah.
1: once you reach that that daily budget, your ad stopped showing. But if that perfect lead came in an hour later. Yep. yep.
0: Yep. All right. So number three, clicks and leads is greater than impressions. So this one's a, a little bit near and dear to my heart and, yeah, and a little about. bit of annoyance.
1: <laughs> uh, if you were with a bad company, and maybe there's a way to say, like not the right fit, they'll talk about impressions. So what impressions are? Or, are, or you
0: buy impressions. I've seen a lot of that. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Don't buy impressions. Just rule number one. <laughs> If someone proposes you impression channels, you get a million or two million or five million impressions. Don't buy that. That's more important <laughs> on
1: Facebook, but I think this is a good lead into what the difference is. Yep. Um, Facebook, you're kind of almost trying to create demand, as I like to say. Brand awareness, get in front of people. Google mm. is getting in front of people, and this is why I personally love Google, they're already looking for your service. High intent. That's about as high intent as you can get. So Google's more important about getting in front of the right people at the right time. With with the right connection. So as an example, say you only showed in front of a hundred people. Mm-hmm. If you have a 20% conversion rate, that's that's 20 leads, 20 book things of business. You could show them in a million and you know only have two contact forms. You would take the 20 book jobs or yep. sales in a heartbeat. Yep. So impressions is just how many people saw you at eyeballs as I like to call them.
0: Yeah uh- is I, I've heard it described as um, if you got walk into a football stadium and it's full of a hundred thousand people and you hold out your business card a hundred thousand people or it flashed up on the built on the jumbotron for half a second a hundred thousand people just saw your business card which was a hundred thousand impressions but not a single one paid attention
1: absolutely and I think a good way to We've had campaigns several, actually, where we've cut the impressions down by 75%, -hmm. but doubled or tripled our lead volume. Oh, yeah. Because the less money you're wasting on showing to people that aren't really interested or the wrong people, that's less money you're spending on the people that will convert. And that's why it's important more than anything. So remember, eyeballs don't matter. Clicks are important. Conversions and basically booked business. That's the most important of all. So prioritize yeah. that more than anything. And one of the Google ad strategies, you have several, you have basically how you're bidding to get to the top of the page. You have maximized impressions, mm. which honestly we never use unless they just want to get brand awareness in a very small area. Yeah. We can do that. Um, we recently had a client, there was a, they do industrial products and there was a mining convention So uh, this
0: this was actually pretty fun. This was a fun one because it was super short notice and like literally
1: five hours. Everyone,
0: yeah, like clients like, hey, I'm going to this event next week. Um, I'm going. Can y'all go and start ads up for this tomorrow? And this is like two o'clock on a Thursday. And uh, we're like, okay, like, can you give us some info? And he sends us you know PDF of lots of info. Um, (laughs) But you know, you spun it up, got it going but just in that very tiny budget they gave us and it,
1: and it was like plano nevada i think it's a place i'd never heard of it's a tiny little town
0: yeah and and but the best part was everybody that was there was there for a purpose and mm-hmm. so it was super, we found intent a different way yeah high high intent and that was a i mean what were the numbers on that it was incredible <laughs> wasn't it uh it
1: was in five days for like couple hundred dollars Mm -hmm. it was three million impressions within this tiny radius around this tiny town so Mm -hmm. even if all those people that weren't looking for it right now they will remember yeah they'll they'll at least say i've seen that logo somewhere and because we're a little i won't say sneaky Mm -hmm. but we are efficient when they go home and search tricon or the things they sell Mm -hmm. just not realizing why they're doing it yep we're running search ads for that so that's a good thing in like a small confined area yes that makes sense but it should never be your end goal just because or just because somebody told you
0: yeah oh yeah all right so we we've gone through start with end of mind are you making money with those ads clicks and leads are greater impressions this one is i if i had to guess this is probably the number one thing that most people ignore if they're doing it themselves because they don't have time to work on this but it's tracking Tracking is one of those things that can literally make or break a campaign in terms of performance and then overall results because if you're not paying attention to it, because I even say like when I see you set up a campaign or anything, you get it going and then a couple of days later, like change. And some of these changes are super minor, but there's a reason behind it. And if you didn't have proper tracking in place, never would have seen it.
1: People think I don't have the time to set up tracking. However, you're going to spend a lot more time Mm -hmm. and a lot of waste of money if you don't know if it's working. There's a reason we put this forth because you got to know all the other things. And once you do that, you set up tracking because we talked about, we don't use maximize uh, impressions. Mm -hmm. What we use is something called maximize conversions. So what that means is Google not only is prioritizing your ads for this particular keyword, but you can start to see based on literally millions of factors who is not only more likely to click, but who is more likely to convert. Yeah. so and that's where you get more into that impressions going down but your leads going way up and it gets better over time we found we knock it out of the park sometimes right at the beginning but there's something about like day 30 to 40 that's when you have sufficient data to really maximize that and so conversions what is that how do we do that to keep it simple i'll give you two if you don't track anything else this is what you need to do phone calls like a lead phone call you need to say hey Somebody clicked my ad and called from the Google ad. It took action. If you can get a tracking number through something like what converts or all that. Or
0: CallRail or there's a billion of them. Out. Even, does Google provide a tracking? They do now. Yeah. But that
1: one's a little bit more, if you're not super tech savvy,
0: mm-hmm. that's some code
1: impressions. So the point is, there's a whole lot of options out there. But what you do, the only thing you use that number for is on your call extension or your landing page. Yep. And because they're that way, the very simple way Because you want to be effective, but simple. Yep. If somebody doesn't have time, you don't want to have them doing all the rest. But that
0: way, any number that any call that comes to that number, you know, is from Google Ads. Well, and and if, that, if, if this technical seems technical to you guys, just think of a, a van rolling down the road and it's vinyl wrapped, right? And it has a phone number on it. Nine times out of 10, that's not their real phone number. Mm-hmm. It's a tracking number that forwards to their real number. So if when you call, you have no clue. Yeah. They have a clue. But the reason why they do that, they want to see the return on, hey, I spent three grand on a vinyl wrap on a truck. Is Am I making money from that truck? Right. Are they calling that number? Are, are my guys in the right spots at the right time traveling the right places? Um, but it allows you to say, and so, like I said, it's simple, where in a month, hey, that phone number was called 20 times. And then within call tracking, you can see the names, the recording, you can see everything. So you can say, of the 20 people that called, only two or three were repeats. Mm-hmm. And then the rest were new. And then one of my favorite things you do with tracking is you don't even look at real conversions on phone calls until they're over a minute, because if it's mm-hmm. under a minute, it may be spam.
1: It may, may, not may, been, may not have
0: answered, may not have answered, maybe a hangup, maybe a wrong number. Uh, but if it's over a minute, chances are there's a conversation that's mm-hmm. happening. Yeah, that's a good one. And um, the two we're giving everyone here, those are the
1: best possible. That'll give you everything you need to start mm-hmm. to run everything. but all of these you can build on over time. And we'll get a little bit on that in the next one. But the other one I would track is contact or lead form submissions.. Yep. So
0: name, email, phone.
1: And if you have a landing page funnel, which I would really recommend that way, because just so you know, when people click an ad, you've probably done this. If you can't find immediately what you're looking for right then, you're going to leave and never come back.
0: Or, or I even I, even this very moment today, I was just bored looking up tires. I'm a car person, bought a fun truck. He's an awesome car and a truck. And a truck, Now yeah. <laughs> I was looking up truck tires because I've never bought truck tires mm-hmm. in my life. And I'm like, I've always bought uh, low profile tires. And I had no idea what pricing was. And I was really depressed how expensive truck tires are. (laughs) But there was a situation where I put in the tire size in the Google search. And, of course, Google has their Google ads, shopping ads that pop up that are paid. It's sponsored. Mm -hmm. And my assumption was if I clicked on this tire, it will take me to that website with that tire size and a price. Or the price that it was displaying would be the right one. So I was like, "Eh, that's pretty good deal on that tire. Click. It's for the tiniest tire. of that tire so obviously it was the cheapest price i was like no that's not right and i didn't even have my tire size and i was like that was poorly set up and you wasted your time you'll
1: think negatively of that company yep. and you just wasted that com- that company just wasted their ad spend. And they spent money when i clicked so yep and the other way to do that just think about if you give people a whole lot of options
0: mm-hmm.
1: when you when they click an ad and they get there they're going to take none of them yep so the way we run ours you have two options the call or request your free estimate, some version of the lead form, and that's it. It's very effective. It's almost like a a narrowing of the choice to kind of help people. There's a reason it's called a funnel, right? Yeah. But with that, and the easiest way to track that, once you have that, once they submit a form, have them go to a thank you page and put a page load, which is super easy to track on the thank you page, because the only way to get to that is by submitting a form. You can get into some other ways, but it involves a whole lot of coding, And most people don't need that.
0: No. And so talking about choice too, I remember in a marketing class I had in my undergrad, they talked about how too many choices you lose money. And so uh, I want to say it was Lysol. One of the, I think it was a disinfectant brand. And they, at one point they came out with like 10 or 15 different scents. Mm -hmm. Or I say flavors, but not really flavor, but like, I hope not. Yeah, right. So like orange, lemon, whatever. And they realized they were losing money because Mm -hmm. people couldn't decide what they wanted and they were spending money on inventory that wasn't being purchased. And they found out that five was the magic number. Anything beyond five, they would lose money. People didn't buy it. Anything below five, there were marginal gains. So for them in the product marketing world, five. Five options. And we know too with with, uh, digital, it's like we try to get you on one to two and this, mm-hmm. just so you don't think um, because people are really impatient like you're sitting there in front of an aisle of product you'll stand there for 10 30 seconds trying to look at them on a phone you got five seconds six seconds that's if, if that and people will not come back if they mm-hmm. have a bad experience on your site because they're like ah they screwed me up there they're, if mm-hmm. i click on something else it's gonna be the same problem which might be true
1: so well they're gonna think it is and that's that's essentially the same as it being true. Yep.
0: All right. So last one. This one uh, I, I'm really particular about, but <laughs> don't set and forget slash Google doesn't know best. Uh, Google doesn't know best. I'm really particular about that one. Uh, we were joking earlier about, well, not joking, but mentioning that Google ad certifications, we, we multiple people in our company have it now just to have it, mm-hmm. just so we're, as a company, we're better um uh, but uh, going through a Google ad certification I'll just say this Google <laughs> thinks it knows best it thinks its tools are the best tools in the world and assumes that the the user of their tools knows nothing mm-hmm. and Google whatever Google suggests is the right thing and it is so far from the truth it's frustrating <laughs> it is and um,
1: in full transparency we have had several now clients who thought they could do Google ads themselves, ran through all that and realized, oh, I'm wasting a lot of money with that. Mm -hmm. I think the biggest thing is Google is trying to go for the lowest common denominator. What solution will fit the widest number of people? Not everyone, the widest number of people. And we talked about earlier, there's no one set thing. Every business is unique. And I think everyone listening, do you think your business is like every other business? Is your business like every other business in your vertical? Yeah. No. You're unique and you have unique value propositions and doing all of that. And we talked about call extension. Um, what generally is a good idea won't always be. Mm-hmm. So Google wants
0: to make money. They're a corporation. And I was like, Google is a free service. Well, they can't be free forever because they're also a billion dollar plus company <laughs> called Alphabet. Mm-hmm. Uh, they didn't make that money for being free. They made it through paid search. Mm-hmm. Those are bread and butter. I don't care what all the other Google services offer out there. Paid search makes their, makes with their display money.
1: and everything. I think it's $150 million a day
0: they make. Yeah. So, and they, and they design their tools, A, to be helpful, right? They, mm-hmm. they want it to be helpful. They want it to be transparent with stuff. But ultimately, they want to make money. And the only way they make money is when people click on something and, if it means increase your budget so your competitor has to increase their budget, Google just wins. So when we see like a competitive cost per click of like 80 bucks, Google's winning no matter what, because someone's paying that. (laughs) And and I get a little feisty with that. That's why I'm always proud. Uh,
1: When we see those estimated cost per clicks, we generally come about 65% lower than that with those, sometimes more. I'm trying to average it out, but that's because we do the harder work instead of just making assumptions kind of like you're doing. It's worth it in the end and it will be more beneficial for you in the end as well.
0: Yeah, and, and then uh, a bad word in our company is called smart campaigns.
1: <laughs> That's basically where you go, oh, this is my business. This is my website. This is what I sell and it does all the rest. Well,
0: It literally, you just plug in what you know about your business and nothing else. And it, like I said, does everything and you just put a budget to it and it will blast through that budget so fast and we all know too a smart campaign you can sit down and set up in five minutes and then you can you can walk away from it you can set it and forget it and it will produce clicks it may not produce the lead you want and it will eat your budget up mm-hmm. so if you're all about spending money and not carrying the results smart campaigns all day it will take care of it <laughs>
1: I would love for smart campaigns, selfishly, I would love for that to be as good as promised because that would make my job a lot easier. Instead, right. we have to do cust- I do custom research for everything, build out the whole funnel, everything working together. It's a lot of work. We do it because that's the right thing to do to deliver results for our clients. Yeah. And we know, I would love for smart campaigns to work. It'd be a lot less work, but you know, they, they don't. That's why we do
0: it this way. Yep. So if, if, yeah, and if you're curious what's a smart campaign look like, they label it smart. So... If you're, if you're wondering, hey, I hired a company that that run my Google Ads. They seem to be doing all right. You know, we get leads, um, but now I'm thinking about the smart campaigns. How do I know? Well, just if you want to make it, if you want to scare your provider. Say, hey, can you screenshot the Google Ads dashboard on the campaign level? And if you see the word smart, it'll, it'll under campaign type. Yeah. If you see the word smart, they outsmarted you. <laughs>
1: Do you see why uh, he's on that side and yeah. I'm on that side? That, that was Clip.
0: Yeah, very funny. But no, it,
1: it's very true. That means they do the bare minimum of work. And you can't really, you don't get all the editing and tweaking tools. No. They do on the rest too. So it's not only the beginning, it's making course corrections along the way. You can't do it.
0: Because generally speaking, and we know this, your campaign today will not be as good as your campaign in a month if you're taking care of If it. you're doing it right. Yeah, because reality is the – we even tell people you mentioned performance of a Google Ads campaign only gets better with time if you're paying attention to it. Okay. Right.
1: and I think that's a great setup for don't set and forget as well, yeah. because the reason we had you define your goals, set up your tracking and all of that, because is where we get to the fun part, because over time you'll start to see what type of person is converting, but but also male, female, what age group. Where do they live? Income, all that. What else they're into? And you can slightly adjust. You can say, let's bid 5% more because not only do you get a lot of clicks from there, but that person tends to convert at a much higher rate than this other subgroup. And the more data you get with tracking and all that, the better Google actually does with the rest. It's not going to be great when it has no real data to start, but if you train it and you have to be thinking and that's tweaking your ads because Mm -hmm. search volume people may be really interested in this thing here but they start searching for it a different way two months down the line and if you're not constantly looking at all that you've lost out on a lot of leads and that could have been cheaper because we don't go where the competition is is hardest that that's stupid that's the less return we can do we go where the people are and where and where they're going to be and that's the biggest thing
0: well I, i think if anything google and ourselves line up together where we want the user's experience to be really good. And Google rewards you every time you have a positive experience. And that experience comes all the way. Oh, my phone is thinking that I'm talking to it right now. <laughs> even better, good, good job, Android. Anyway, so experience is not just the ad copy itself and the keywords and making sure it shows up. It's also the experience on the landing page that you build out. Where are they getting what they they thought they were getting? I, I even mean, I was reading on the ad certifications vacations where, uh, they'll shut down a campaign if it's obviously different on the landing page versus what you're It's almost where you're, uh, what do you call it? Um, Not cross, but it's where they swap. Like they show like a really well discounted thing. But when you Mm -hmm. get there, it's something, what is that called? That's a traditional marketing bait and switch. Yeah. Yeah. So when you bait and switch somebody on your ad, Google will figure that out and light you up. And then all of a sudden ban your and restrict your account.
1: You know, we mentioned on, and this is why all this is important. We mentioned that we, a lot of times we come out with much better than the people spending all that money, $160 for Mm -hmm. a keyword. The reason that is, is because how high quality and Google can kind of tell based on your keywords, you want your ad copy to match your keywords and then the ad copy to be on the landing page and the landing page, if it sounds like a lot, it is, but uh, to be a good experience and people going. Google will show your ad above people spending far more than you because at the end of the day, Google has a vested interest in people searching, finding what they need quickly and doing that because if people stop being able to do that over
0: time, they would stop using Google. Yeah. Well, and generally speaking, never send your Google ads to your homepage or your website. um, Generally speaking, there are occasional changes to that, but your homepage is built to capture a general public, a general target audience. Your Google ads it's the sniper it's going after very particular <clears throat> targets um and it needs a, a full uh funnel there because mm-hmm. they has to just be a complete positive experience because if it's a good experience just through the ad itself they're probably going to convert i think
1: and let's give some free landing page advice there um <laughs> the reason keep, why keep it's so it important <laughs> to have exactly where what people want and have it at the very top of the page because looking at analytics through honestly hundreds of sites and over time it's just people don't scroll we found maybe like 15 percent of people you know you have the very top part scrolling down the page maybe 15 percent of people do that so if you're making them go find what you want them to do spoiler they're
0: they're not going to do it yeah the uh i, I mentioned in a episode before it's called cut up screen mm-hmm. just like uh cut of the fold with newspapers where they want when they fold that newspaper they want the headline to show that captures people to pick up yeah. the newspaper to buy it Same idea with your uh, landing page or website. That first screen that they see on their phone and their desktop phone, more important than ever, um, is how they judge you if it's the right spot or not, or Mm -hmm. they want to engage with it. So anyway, this has been great. We're we're a little bit over on this episode. That's okay, a lot of detail there. But just as a quick reminder, what we went through, our top five. Start with the end in mind. Are you making money with ads? Clicks and leads are greater than impressions. Track, track, track. Have to always track. Makes all the difference. <laughs> and then finally, don't set and forget. Google doesn't know best. So, thank you, Marcus, for being on the second time. <laughs> Though nobody will ever hear the first one, but well, Hannah will. But here yeah. we are again. I'm, I'm hoping this episode works out fine and we can post it up soon. Mm, but thank you for having me. Absolutely. And, I, and I kind of think this was a better episode than our first recording, anyway. So it all works out.
1: I don't remember the first one,
0: so I, we're I'm gonna re- go with that. Little snippets, right?
1: <laughs> so, you know, and uh, if people really enjoy this and find value, uh, I can go really nerdy and make everyone, if you really want to delve down into some of those things we've talked about, uh, I don't want to scare everyone off at first, but if you're really interested in learning more, there's and, and a lot more.
0: And our entire company, we're all about educating first. So if, you, if you're running your own ad campaigns and you're like, I don't know if this is good or not, reach out to us. We're happy to just get some uh, view access only. Mm-hmm. We can just say, hey, you may want to try this, this, and this happy to do that for you so we're all here because we enjoy helping people yeah it sounds
1: cliche but it's absolutely the truth um call us we'll we'll (laughs) look through it all i'll give you your next steps uh they joke that i'm the the two-click person which you know uh here's the better way to do this this will save us two quick
0: so yeah thanks for having me thank you all again we'll catch you next